I just uh, I think it's I think what's funny though is that we just spent about an hour and a half talking about uh, uh, being overseas, and now we have the le- rest of our life to look at, and it does it doesn't look as uh, as promising as uh, as the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not a good. It's not a good moment to be at in your like early twenties when you're like I pr- pretty much have definitely already peaked. I just can't wait to have a kid and re- like tell him how how meaningless he is to me because <laughs> <laughs> because I was in Spain for five months. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I've um this past week like I, I was, we were talking about this pretty much for like the past like literally hour and a half, no two hours now, um, about how. Like this is going to be like the highlight real week. Like whenever I like retire and decide like to put like have the jersey go up in the Raptors in like a Hall of Fame speech, like on Sports Center, like they're gonna have highlights from this week specifically. Like I I don't know what's been going on, but like my memories on Snapchat, the stuff my friends have been sending me, it's just been it's been god awful. Like I don't want to see these memories again, but it's it's there. I know it, it happened. I don't actually know what happened, but it's like evidence that something happened this week <laughs> for the life of me. I can't remember most of it. Yeah, look back on it very fondly, but it's it's sad that like I'm what y'all are twenty four, I'm twenty three, and uh, I'm already looking back at being nineteen twenty. Like, damn, <laughs> those were the days. Is it just that, do we just have to come to the conclusion that we're washed now? Is that is that what we are? Oh, I'm big washed, Evan. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm washed, rinse, washed. repeat, wash again. Yeah. Like I. I remember when I would go out in Spain, I could stay out till six in the in the morning, no problem. Like no hiccups, not even a like a tired. I could probably even go home, stay up for another additional hour or two. Now I that's a nightmare. I couldn't imagine <laughs> I couldn't imagine being out in a club or anything like that till six in the morning. It, it it's a whole process for me to go out now. Like it, like it's I have to do a week of planning to go out like one night because I <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys, but hangovers are super real for me now. Like it's yo like, introduce it's introduce the real. podcast introduce okay. the podcast because we <laughs> I could get into this. podcast uh formerly known as the half and a half half hour podcast uh this is alex saying hello this is joe signing on this is evan yeah all right so yeah. as i was Continue. saying I, I think a, i think a big point of me going out now is that i have to plan a hangover for sure no i like we we're in quarantine right now can't go out um, I know we and pretty much everybody has been talking big shit about how as soon as we, you know, as soon as we can go back out, as soon as the bars are back open, clubs are back open, I'm going to go crazy. No, but like if I'm really acknowledging what's going to happen, it's like nothing has changed by the fact that like I can't be out past 1115 without nodding off like into my beer now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at the times I used to be like leaving the pregame is when I'm like, all right, I'm calling this shit a night. Well, wow, <laughs> I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah, ditto. Because I don't know what I don't know what changed. I don't. It, it, it like after I turned twenty one, like was when I started to get my first hangovers, which made zero sense. And then now it's just like I I get hangovers and my whole day is done. 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm done. And they're starting to last two days now, which I don't understand at all. I'm getting really <laughs> pissed off. Like it's like I, I, I almost are, am discouraged to start drinking on Saturdays because that might start affecting my Mondays. And it's just, <laughs> it's just bad news bears from there. <laughs> yeah, I still, have, I, I still haven't had a hangover yet. What? That's because you 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 started drinking late, so I don't actually really want to hear it. In all the Evan, years preceding, like us go studying abroad, you didn't do shit. You know what I mean? So you have years of damage to do to your body before you get to that point. So just okay. appreciate it. And me and a buddy could get you a hangover, Evan. I promise. <laughs> like we can. That's true. If, actually, if, if I was determined, I've never, I haven't seen you drink to the excessive amounts that I've drank before, and I can oh. get you hungover if you really, really want to just feel that. Wait, you weren't hungover graduation? No, I was just still drunk. But when that huh. finished, yeah, when I finished, I was just, I was just fine, but queasy. But Jesus, that's weird because I know, like, our senior year at college, uh, like Alex and I were already out of our prime. If we're talk, strictly speaking, like mm-hmm. drinking wise, and we would like split a fifth to go out, and I'm not even saying that as a flex. That's terrifying. Uh, we split yeah, a fifth I is, is a beginning. Days. Like that was like the warm up jog. That was like the jumping jacks you do before you get on the court. Like that wasn't even what we were really. And it's not like we with. were. And it's again, none of this is a flex. I'm disappointed in these days because it, it's not like we were even sharing. We were just, <laughs> we were just kind of. <laughs> We're just kind of getting it to, no, for each other. There was no plan or goal. It's just we split the amount. Like, we, 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 you know, I'd throw you five bucks and you go to the liquor store or whatever. That was the only reason we were sharing the bottle. But then all of a sudden to be gone. I remember I visited a friend at college at, like, a big state college, and he was on the lacrosse team, and they threw this big party, and it was called Fifth and a Friend, and they planned it all year, and it was a really big deal. And the, the, the objective was you pick up a buddy and you finish a fifth, and that's like the craziest night of the year. And then I got back to Cincy, and we were just, that, that was, we were just doing that like to get ready for the bars. That's frightening. That's absolutely just disgusting. I, I, could you imagine if we did that now? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be dead. I would actually I'd have to get my stomach pumped. Or actually maybe not. I, w- I could probably do it, but I would uh, it would ruin the rest of the week so, for me. I think you just have to get back into get, uh, condition with it, probably. No. and Well, that's another thing. I don't want to, Evan. Well, also, I think I, it's, like, taken enough of a toll on my body at this age that, like, my body, like, as soon as I start doing that, it catches on to me. Like, ah, oh, no, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. That's all right. And just to put a bow on this, I think the, the underlying theme here is that we're also three young men three young men, I should say, that don't do cocaine. So, yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah. that's a point yeah. that it's important to make. I think because that's the natural next step is, like, your body can't handle the drinking anymore. Or at least, like, I can't even stay out like that anymore. Like, if I make it to yeah. 1 o'clock, it's a miracle, and that happens, like, once every three months now. Um, so I think the natural next step, if you want to keep going out like that, is just to introduce cocaine into the equation, which a lot of people have done already, really. I'm not snitching on anybody, but like I did not I know. know that this many people our age were doing cocaine, but it's it's pretty damn substantial. Yeah, recreationally, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not the. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, heard heard it's the bee's knees, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the Daniel Tosh joke when someone came up to him and said like, "Hey, you want to smoke some weed?" He's like, no, I'm an adult. Give me some cocaine. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm, that's I'm the okay. problem. It's like it's it's all these people. We all graduated. And we all haven't gotten our partying out of our system or whatever, but you can't drink like you used to, but now you finally have the money to, like, do cocaine pretty regularly. The problem with drugs in general, though, is, like, not that they're bad. It's that they're really, really good and fun, and that's that's where the issue in lies. You know what I mean? It's hard to say no to something that's just definitely going to be a great time. I've well, never I had it. I'm st- uh, uh, Evan, what are you saying? I was just going to say, I can't really speak for everyone else, but, I mean, for me, it's just more so, like, I can do it, but then I think about, like, you know, I am I come from a family where, like, drugs is, like, it's not a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> like, they probably have fun while they're doing it, but, like, it wasn't fun for everyone else. And I also don't like drugs. I don't know what it is. I, I've never, I, I, I've never really had, like, a great time on, on any sort of, like, narcotic at all. I, it's not like I've done a lot, but, like, it's just, like, every, I've, Every time I've smoked or whatever, like I've just never, 
I've never had a good time. Every time I've smoked weed, I've been so paranoid. The last time I smoked weed, I remember that like I I thought someone was I was a hundred percent sure <laughs> someone was gonna come and murder me. And I, I was you couldn't tell me otherwise. Someone was gonna burst through the door and kill me dead. And you couldn't tell me that that, that would that was not happening. Like when I woke up the next day I was shocked. I was actually like shocked <laughs> with myself that nothing happened. Yeah, and to build off that, like, yeah, any other drug I've tried, it's just like there's nothing like that old bottle, man. There's, I would just mm-hmm. rather be drunk in any situation, any any situation. I go to raves. Like, I used to, like, I run with a group of people that go to raves, and there's all types of shit being done at raves. I'm just not interested. I just want to – it's not like there's no some moral high ground I'm on. It's literally just like I just really like being drunk. Yeah, it's like, there's nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that's all, that's all you need. It's more than enough. Not maybe not for raves though. Raves last too long. There's no way you can be standing in the hot summer sun, sweating your balls off for six and a half hours and remain drunk that amount of time. Jesus, yeah, no joke. That's, when we went to that, when we went to that one uh, EDM thing, Spring uh, Awakening. Can we just? Can we not bring that up? <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. I just want to note that we drank as much as we could in that time. In that time, yeah. and it, we really did tried our darndest. It lasted I like still, I was drunk for maybe a good seven minutes. <laughs> I was still sober. Came and went. Yeah, that's why you don't get hangovers now, Evan, because you were treating your body correctly back then, which is just foolish. So hey. I waited till like then an actual adult age for people to start drinking. No, Correct. Evan, I promise you, drink with me like consistently <laughs> for a weekend, and you'll be hungover. <laughs> also, and, if, and like, if you're not, you're the Virgin Mary. <laughs> you're trying to flame us for like already saying, but like we, you know, when our primes are. Your prime was the same time as our prime. It's just you came out of it still reasonably healthy. We did not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you if we want to get into you about this whole drinking thing, Evan, we can definitely get into it. We can we have more time to talk about this, but <laughs> we're choosing not to. Cuz there's a conversation I want to have about about this once we get off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anywho, um, just leave it at that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any any updates with you guys? The with quarantine going on, anything? Uh, the lights at the end of the tunnel for me. I I booked the appointment for the barber. That's we know when I, we, when we can oh, see thank one. Thank God, I can see the light. I'm, proud I'm getting of you. a little. Ner- I'm getting a little nervous because he um he posted on a story about how like his mother's like going through some like illness or something. So we I don't know what it is, but you have a vested interest to come up with a cure for whatever his mother's ailment is because. Whew, you cannot afford to go any longer than whatever your barber date is. I'm just going to wear the mask and hope he wears one, too. And honestly, if he doesn't at this point, I don't care. <laughs> I can get it. I can not. It's the, the hair. Is not, I can't go outside anymore like this. Hmm. It's actually painful. It actually hurts me physically now. It hurts we know. us. We're looking yeah, right at us. you. We're in yeah. pain. <laughs> we are in pain. No, Alex, what are you doing with your... Is, are you like experimenting or like are you trying to figure out what what is Evan, that? Evan, you cannot. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. Until you fix what is, what is, what is wrong with the things that are growing out of your face, you we cannot discuss what I am doing with my facial or I am groomed. <laughs> uh, no, you look like the guy that stole Woody in Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those of you that don't know, uh, Alex grew a goatee. Um, uh, I think it's important to note that this is one week or we, one week after I I grew a goatee, but being the looks of the group, it makes sense that he would follow suit because I actually looked okay with a goatee. Joe, we had we had we had discussions that I was actually planning on doing that. I was actually that's doing what I would have said too if I saw me and thought, oh, he looks good. Maybe it'll work on me. I mean, I get you it. Didn't, it's whatever. But you didn't look good. I, I, it's I a personal choice. You. Yeah. Well, if I didn't you. look good, then why do you have one? Anyway, I, I had a rough week. Because Evan's uh, Hulu kicked me out, <laughs> so I wasn't able to use Hulu this week. Uh, so there was a couple movies I was really looking forward to watching, a couple shows I wanted to catch up on, but Evan uh, changed his Hulu password on us because he's fake. So I didn't change it. They just kick you off. I, it's probably because I don't use my own Hulu account. I'm still on the ex-girlfriend's. <laughs> Evan, I don't know why I have a Hulu account, but for some reason I do, and just two other people are on it that I'm not. Evan looks like he had a countdown for when Kylie Jenner turned 18. Oh, that's just too far. <laughs> that's way too far. 
Let's not. No. For all right. There's more than more more often than not, we end up roasting each other for twenty minutes on this, and then it all gets taken out. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Alex looks like he knows a calorie count for a bag of Cheetos. All right. All right. That's enough. How was your week, Alex? Any, anything notable happen? Uh, not necessarily. Um, I'm just really excited for the end of this week because uh, Ohio is opening back up partially. Which it's is the a, only time I'll ever be jealous of Ohio. I don't know. I don't know because I feel like this is Darwinism. Like this is, <laughs> it's definitely a trap. Like I think like. This is going to be kind of like a weeding out process because I, I kind of want to go out. But like the the way they're describing it, it's like, yeah, so people are going to die. But, you know, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> let's just uh, <laughs> let's just open the corridors. That's everywhere I've looked. It's like no one is like saying that this is a good idea. There's yet to be one person that's like super on board with this. Yeah. I mean, the governor came out and said, like, we're going to reopen. But um, the thing is, we're going to see a rise in the virus. Uh, but. Uh, if you need to, we can go to the barber shop, and you know you can go to the restaurants, and we're still going to practice social distancing. And actually, the stay-at-home order is still going to keep on going till the end of the month, but we are open again. It just how are we supposed to stay at home, but we're also open again? I think just like Alex said, it's just it's natural selection at this point. If you know, you know. Is that and, are you guys strong enough to still stay at home after all of this, though? Oh, I'm getting a haircut and staying home. I'm that's that's it. That's I'm staying at home. After what about that. you, Alex? I'm <laughs> I I I really want to be in the camp of like you know, I, I want to look back on this like 30 years from now and I'm sitting down with my kids telling them about this 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 horrific her, horrific situation that us as a country went through and then they finally opened us like because I feel like to the, to me this is kind of like the Titanic you know like you know like how this movie ends. You know, like, it, it's horrific. You know, like, the whole sink ships. And, like, we're about to watch the sink go down, the, or the ship go down. You know what I mean? And I really want to tell my kids in 30, in 30 years or so that I was responsible enough that I waited and I sat at home and I didn't do anything too brash so, or inconsiderate. To build off your analogy, you would rather, you would rather be floating on driftwood than be the band playing as the as the ship sink <laughs> because I'd rather be the band if I, if I was I'm about to totally say I, I don't know about the band um but I would I would definitely be telling women and children to get on the raft um, <laughs> I, would, I would I would be kind of close to it I would you know I wouldn't be playing as the ship's going down but I would definitely be kind of like looking at people leaving the ship and be like I could definitely make it but you know, you, you, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not but the Evan, band, you're though. staying in, though? You're staying in? Huh? You're just going to stay out wait, now? I, I feel like the band's everybody that works at the bars. I feel like that's what the band is. Like, they, they clearly are going to go down with the ship, but, like, they have to. <laughs> yes, I'm staying inside. I'm not, I'm not going to, yeah, no, this I'm going to look fresh with my haircut. Like, that's it. Like, after the haircut, maybe, like, like, grab a bite to eat, but I'm still... Like, they're doing social distancing in our restaurants, but they're talking about putting up glass, like, little, like, protectors in front of people. Like, what's the point at that point? Yeah, I guess that's true. That's what, like, I just have this fantasy of, like, going on a cute date or whatever, but it's going to be real awkward if we're, like, a table that's, like, an island in the middle of the restaurant and the waiter has to, like, talk through a tube to get our orders or whatever. I mean, it's it's not funny to say this, but we just have to accept there's not there's a new normal at the moment. We're not going to go back to what we used to know as normal for probably a couple more months. God, I hate that. Um, I was telling my friend how much I miss mimosas, and she was saying how um, how easy it is to make a mimosa, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I can't have a mimosa in my in my apartment. Yeah, but something about paying right. $7 for it. It's just way better. <laughs> it just hits the spot. I don't know what it is. <laughs> $7, you can get all the ingredients to make at least 15 mimosas. But <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> it, like, it, it tastes a lot better when it's just in one glass. I can buy all the beer that I drink at a store. That's not the, that's not the point. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, any, anything else you have to say? Um, 
I uh, thought my hairline was receding this week, so that was really, it's been a depressing few days, but. Yeah, your hairline's receding, and it's going to your chin. <laughs> At least your mustache right. grew back a little bit. <laughs> I guess. Evan, you look like you still jerk off to magazines. All right, so. <laughs> all right. Um, Alex, Alex looks like he likes to right, hey, so next Bobby. topic. Next topic. <laughs> next topic. Um, how do you guys, uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, stayed up. It's now 1 a.m. Eastern time. Joe, what is it, like 7? 7 o'clock, yeah. Yeah. Um, Getting close to my bedtime, too. Yeah. Well, (laughs) how do you guys feel about uh, these uh, these two new episodes of the Jordan documentary? I my biggest takeaway is uh, I like the like personification of Jordan. You're kind of figuring out the type of guy he is a little bit every episode. Um, I didn't realize that he called people hoes in practice, and that would get me fired up. I don't care how bad I am at basketball. If Jordan was consistently saying I'm a little hoe in basketball, then uh, my jumper would improve pretty substantially and I would get to the rim a lot more. Yeah. Quote of the week right now is um, everyone who, what do you say, everyone who's calling me a tyrant, like I'm hard to play with, are the people that never won. Yeah, that hit me. I didn't see yeah. that one coming because that one, yeah. I was like, well, fuck me. All right, I got to figure out something. <laughs> over here about to do crunches or some shit. I got to win something. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, like, for, like, the past couple of weeks, all we've been hearing is, like, yeah, we're going to get to this, like, down the road and everyone's going to be saying, like, how Michael Jordan's, like, such a terrible person. And he's, like, such an asshole and all this stuff. And then he just over here drops a mic with that quote. Like, we could have ended the documentary with that quote right there. Like, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. Like, seriously, I'm surprised they didn't. And the reason he did that, he he keeps doing the shit where he just goes off on certain players for zero reason. Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, so this guy, uh, I didn't like how he looked at me pretty much. It looked like he was actually looking at my wife in a section – uh, 3B of uh, the United Arena, so I actually decided to score 40 points in the first half. And, and that's essentially why he went off on players. Like, he just, like, he, he he had zero cause. One guy scored 37 points on him, and that was probably the best moment of that young man's life, scoring 37 points on Michael Jordan. And he's over here telling all of his friends about it, and that moment lasted for 24 hours when <laughs> Michael Jordan just decides to go for 37 and a half because he said, nice game. And then it comes out later, 10 years later, he didn't even say nice game. Michael Jordan just <laughs> made that shit up so that he had fuel to just be, just go off on this young kid for no reason. It was, it was like the Emmett Till story all over again. It's <laughs> <laughs> over so He's, he wants, he's over here trying to win entire NBA Finals just because George Carl walked by him at a dinner and didn't say hi. Like, that's all the man needed. Nigga like, just I wanted told- to have dinner with his AirPods in and go home, and then that, for, the, for that exact reason, Jordan decided to, <laughs> decided to win those finals. I like, like how he I said – what happened? I was telling Joe, like, right before we started the podcast, like, there's nothing more interesting to me than, a, uh, like, a sociopath who just channels his energy into, like, playing a sport. <laughs> <laughs> There was like, like him, Mike Tyson, like and like um, like who else? I can't think. Like Kobe Bryant, like they're literally just like complete like psychopaths who channel their human energy into playing a sport, and all they are just like mechanical bulls. It just they don't stop. David Aldridge said, "If this man did not play basketball, he'd be the most infamous serial killer we ever heard of." <laughs> like he was, like he just needed something. Like he was like. When George Carl walked by, he was like, yep, that's all I needed. All right, I'm going to go off. I'm going to fu- fucking finish this whole team. And it was, that was it. Yeah. And another, and then, thing I, another thing I found hilarious was Gary Payton talking about, like, how, like, oh, he yeah. was the reason. Like, he, he shut down Michael Jordan. And Michael said Jordan. confidently. Was, yeah, he said it, like, with so much confidence. He was like, no, I shut him down for two games. And I wish if we would have did it more and coach would have did this and that, we probably would have won the series. I was his best competition. And Michael Jordan just found that comical. He was yeah. he had these just belly laughs. Like he yeah. was. <laughs> There's a he, difference between a laugh to like try and get a reaction out of somebody or laugh because he feels like he should be. He actually saw that and thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the same laugh he'd get if you saw like a kid fall down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he was holding his knees. Like he actually thought that, like that statement of 
true seriousness from like one of the great basketball players of all time was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then he like, when was that moment he started crying a little bit? It was like, because he like did all that talking about his dad. That was, like, that was, that was a good he point. Didn't, yeah, he didn't strike a tear, but like he's over talking about pretty much like trying to get people like to be on his level finally. And like no one's like really understanding that part. He's just like, yeah. All I want to do is to get people to want to bust some ass with me. Like, they just don't get it. Yeah, he, he was talking about his dad for the last 56 minutes of this documentary about how he had to clear his name because people thought that it was a conspiracy theory how his dad died because of his gambling. And he talked about that, probably the most heart-wrenching thing he ever went through in his life. The last four minutes of it was him crying because people were not as competitive as he was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was really interesting, um, and then another big takeaway is that the whole the whole documentary is t- following one of the greatest like runs by organization how how this became like a dynasty how they got six championships out of it, and another theme is Jordan took a fucking break. It's true. He, he took a year and a half break. I it, so far every at every point of this documentary is centered around taking a goddamn break that's all i'm saying his break wasn't as like a as breaky as like a you know uh summer in tahiti but like it was still like it was still a break nonetheless well, he took a break to go play double a baseball and the thing that really brought him back was i i don't know if they, they didn't really say this in the documentary but like they were doing like a strike in baseball so he went and practiced basketball I really just think ultimately he all he did was just he missed busting someone's ass for two weeks. That was literally, it. literally, baseball got shut down and he was just like, "Well, I haven't done anything competitive in forty eight hours, so I'm just gonna go to Bulls practice and see what's good there." Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened too, and yeah, the rest is history. No, and notice he texted BJ Armstrong, like the guy that he probably knew he could fuck up, but like just easily. <laughs> Also, if I was B.J. Armstrong, that sequence like where he hit that game winner, I would have that just on loop in my house of like oh for sure having Jordan just get tripped up off a of screen and then splashing. I would have that on loop, even though we lost the series. I would still like I would have a TV just designated for that I'm, play. I'm pretty sure if he did that, Michael Jordan caught one of that. He would just pull up to his house and say, "Okay, I I brought the hoop myself, actually, so we can just <laughs> go ahead and run this game a one on one." I would, I would respectfully decline and tell him to fuck off. <laughs> he would not probably leave the porch. That man's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. No, that was. I thought that was a. I thought that was a very good episode. Um. So, how do you guys want to go about talking about this Earl Tom, Thomas fella? Yeah. How do you guys want to go about this? Evan, let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and uh, and Bob. Run at the bullet. So, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> was... <laughs> I, uh, um, yeah, I, wait, uh, wait. Are you going to introduce it? Can, if you're not going to, can I introduce it for those that may or may not have heard about this? Yeah, Joe, actually a third party. Yeah, go ahead, please. Okay, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll, I'll introduce it then. I'll let you guys cook. So, Earl Thomas, defensive player for the Baltimore Ravens. Very, very good uh, professional football player um, was uh, the, this past week um, was caught. I don't really know how to I don't know how many details I should go into, but fuck it. Let me tell you. So yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> and what's funny about this is actually took a it took a while. I think this took place a while ago. But yeah, what happened was Earl Thomas was. um was caught on the Snapchat map, like you know the geo filter, where like so or whatever. Many, where, so many thoughts on that. Can, can yeah. You do that? So, <laughs> so his, so it was his wife, right? His yeah. Wife. His wife caught him on the Snapchat map at a different location. I, I don't know if I guess his brother might have been with him. You know, mm. he, she might have saw the two together, yeah. but she decided to pull up on said location where him and his brother are. Um. um him and his brother are tossing them back and forth. He's, uh, he's <laughs> they 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 have a they have a they have a, a a consenting third party that's going back and forth between. There's two. There was two. Oh, excuse me. They have a consenting third and fourth party that's going back and forth between the Thomas brothers and Earl Thomas's wife pulls up with a gun and <laughs> uh, is having Earl Thomas at gunpoint while this is taking place to. In this, um, 
Someone may want to fact check this, which means no one's going to fact check this. But wasn't someone also held? I think the brothers held a knife point. Yeah, by his yeah. wife. You're, you're missing you. the, the she called up the brother's wife and they both pulled up together. Uh, the brother's wife didn't have a have a gun, so she she packed a knife and they bust down the door. And the first thing that was said, and this is in news articles, this is a quote. She said, "I got something for you, hoes." And then held them at gunpoint. So before we get to the bread and butter of this, because uh, me and Alex are actually, um, I don't know if anyone knows this, but we're, we're kind of a brother and brother <laughs> relationship here. But um, uh, who would you be more scared of in this situation, the wife with the gun or the wife with the knife? Not, knife, 100% the knife. Yeah, because I feel like easy, that's an easy one. Statistically speaking, women are more likely to harm with a knife than a gun. And <laughs> a, a knife is, is more, it's more of a passionate crime. Like she thought about the knife. You know what I mean? Like she... She, it's it's a it's a it's a slow pain that she actually wants to see you suffer from. A gun is more for, more for. Well, a gun is like it's it's like display purposes. Like yeah, it's more intimidating. It. Yeah, it's more intimidating. If I pull out a knife, I'm using a knife. Yeah, yeah. You don't pull you There's don't pull, you don't pull a knife on someone unless you have full intentions of using said knife. Yeah, and like she probably had a gun somewhere. She's like, no, no, no. I'm bringing out Macy today. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because you can. There's certain things you can do with a knife. That you can't do with a gun. <laughs> and if you get your husband caught naked, that it makes those things a lot easier. And uh, yeah. We're not going to go into that. details, but use yeah. your imagination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to also to put a bow on it, um, uh, Earl Thomas's wife got him a chain to, uh, to say she was sorry. What was on the chain? I think, I think it was like the letters of their kids. No, it's a picture of her and her kids. Oh, a picture of her. Yeah, my bad. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she couldn't make him get a tattoo. All right, so let's get into <laughs> let's get into the, some of the some of the more intricacies of this. So, oh, so, so yeah, first wait. of all, this is just a kind of a salacious tabloid story about a man getting caught uh, cheating on his wife by his wife. Um, you know, very Netflix movie stuff. Well, we do have to get into a little bit, and we have some twins here. <laughs> this this man was a uh, tag team teaming uh, women with his uh, with his brother. I would you guys like to speak? I also have a brother, but I'll I've, let y'all go first. I've never looked at Evan and I was like, I want to be in the same room while he's having sex. I've never <laughs> thought that, never once, never Not once. Not just that. But me and Alex have are the type of women we pursue are polar opposites normally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's not in. I mean, yeah. Well, let's not get into that completely. But it's <laughs> <laughs> but a, again, I've never I've never once thought about being in the same room with you while you're while you're doing something. Um, one, are y'all even the type to to just be in that in general? You know, no. into that in general. Like, no. do you have any friends where you would do that? I've never, I've never thought about like, I never thought about having intercourse with a girl and was just like, you know what would be really cool? Let's get my buddy in here too, and we could just, you know, go for it. You know, I, I've never, I've never thought about it, but that's just not been my cup of tea. I know there's some guys that like that. I know there's a lot of girls that like that too, but it's, it's just never, it's never been for me, let alone my fucking twin brother. I've never, <laughs> I've never just been like, yo, Evan, let's get, you know, we got, we got this chick. No, I've never thought about it. And there's there are a couple, twins that do that. There are twins that do that. I know. Especially and there's a couple of girls. Twins. There's been a couple of girls that have requested that. And I've always said you're fucking crazy. That's <laughs> why would why would I just do that? But I guess that's them shooting. But I don't know. Yeah, no, that's um, not, anything of that nature. Like not even with my brother has ever been a passion of mine. Like if that were to happen, I mean, I guess it happens. But um, yeah, I've never just like been sitting there thinking like, oh, they'd be so tired to do this with like my buddy or like my brother like that. No, no, not even now. A passion of my two girls, of course. <laughs> But that's the thing. You got to look at it from their point of view. Yeah. There's a lot of girls out there, you know, and we all have their fantasy. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. You all want to get caught <laughs> off guard. So I'm sure those ladies, for them, that was lovely. You know what I mean? Up until the whole gunpoint thing, but also that all got put on uh, camera because the girls uh, filmed it, which I think is just how. <laughs> while being wait, held wait, at gunpoint, wait, have wait, you ever... wait, 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 Joe? Hmm. Um. How do you feel about being in another room with a with a man while this is going on? I have an older brother. 
and we're very, very close. Um, I will reiterate what you guys said. It's all been said before. You know what I mean? Me and my brother don't have that sort of relationship. Um, so what about not a brother? Yeah, did, did you yeah see, that's uh, you're, I'm walking into, I'm, I'm painted into a corner already, and I don't know how to say this. <laughs> well, would you ever? Or have you? Would you ever? See, let's, you know, we don't get too personal on this podcast, so I'm not going to try and get into details about this. I will say for our viewers that I'm just a, I'm just a pleaser for women. And, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta fulfill their fantasies. Um, so you're telling me like, if you were ever like, you know, with a friend, does your dad listen to this? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Especially now that it's in quarantine, he doesn't have shit to do else. All right. Anyways, um, I'm going to edit that. I can't. <laughs> nah, nigga. Sometimes you got to bring the homies. Fuck you want me to say. I don't know. <laughs> hey, We're hey. from two different places. As long as everybody's... Con- not that weird. As long as everybody's consenting and willing. That's... that's exactly. The, that's the, exactly. Now. Now, 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 now. The biggest part about this... Um, how do you like that energy? Um, you fucked up. A girl pulls a gun on you. How do you guys feel about that? In a lot of ways, I'd be proud. Um, I mean, that's how you know you get the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't think that's crazy, or do you guys need that type I of mean, crazy? Is it, is it crazy? Yes, but like it's the toxic. You saying what she the, did was crazy? Yeah. I that's see the toxic I'm, energy that I want to reciprocate if I do something like that. I don't even feel that bad. Be, for, okay, if you're tag teaming girls with your brother. You're you cheat like there's you know this man was married. That, you don't start with tag teaming girls with your brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This man's been if cheating. You do, that's for years. a lot of red flags everywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> you've been cheating for years. If you've done that, that's not that's not step A of cheating. That's way that's well down the down the road for cheating. This man is an experienced cheater, except for the fact that he left his snap map map on. I mean that's rule number one. I'm it's not even in state. relationships like that, and that shit's been off. Because I don't want to get caught slipping like that. Also, yeah, it's I don't, 2020. If you have that on now, like I don't know what to tell you at this yo, point. Yo, you're goofy. Yeah. You're either goofy or way too boring to be my friend. Also, I don't want. I, I think mine was on for a long, like a really long yes, time. Yes, it was. I, had zero I didn't want clue. to bring it up. I had <laughs> zero clue. <laughs> Nigga, I remember that. I don't want to get in your business too much, but you already got me. So fuck it. Okay. There was Go this ahead. one particular girl. That would always hit you up when we were at a friend's house to, like, drink. And you would always be like, how come this girl always knows that I'm in this apartment building? I feel like she texts me every time I'm here. And I'm like, oh. uh, well, I think your snap map's on, dog. Like, I saw it earlier today. And you were like, what? What the hell is a snap map? <laughs> and I had to explain to you how every fucking person that has your Snapchat was GPS tracking you for years. And you didn't know that shit. <laughs> Also, uh, mind you, at that point, it had been on for probably a solid two years. Yeah, like a long time. I don't know That's, how you did any anything. It's scary, but it also explains like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you were that nigga that got caught in the lie, but you just had no idea how she knew, so you just denied, denied, denied. <laughs> yeah, I was over here trying to say I went to bed. <laughs> Well, I'm three states away. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, your your emoji has you in a car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, really? So you're not in you're not in Newport, Kentucky at all right now. Like, what are you talking about? I'm watching Finding Dory. <laughs> yeah, why are you in Denver right now at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that that was that was number one. But I totally get it. Sometimes you just kind of forget, I guess. Um. How would you feel about the the reconciliation with the with the chain? I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, she uh, uh, she tried to. At the end of the day, Ray Rice's wife stayed with him, mm-hmm. which it's just like I you know this is really not my place to say, but like when you're dating somebody or married to somebody rich, you just kind of you just kind of stick it out for certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that point, no, like, you even can't. taking half, unless you're Jeff Bezos, like it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can take half of this guy's money, but he's going to make more. You're exactly. thinking long term, not short term. I don't know. Jay Cutler's wife just left him. 
because he was just lazy. <laughs> yeah, but he's not in the, he's not in the NFL no more, so does it matter? He still has exactly. a fuck ton of money. He has half he of that more? now. Yeah, he's not making any more. She waited until all his endorsements ran out and then dipped. Yeah, what's Jay the Cutler did not have Jay Cutler did not have endorsements. I'm sure he had a local pizzeria throwing him commercials. Okay, fair. Until this yeah, year, yeah. What's more, yeah. What's more sexy, dating like the like an anchor for CBS Sports or dating an NFL uh, quarterback? No matter how many times he's been cut. <laughs> so, all right. So, yay or nay? Um, do you think that uh, Earl Thomas's wife's reaction was okay or not? She didn't shoot him, so I'm I'm, I'm cool. Do you yeah, see her mugshot though? She still had the crazy face on. She, he's very very. She probably did try and shoot him and just miss because handguns are difficult to aim with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she probably handed him that necklace like, "Here you go, nigga. Just stop. Do you want to give me? You gotta go pay for my manicure or something like." It's, I was gonna say, think about how much shit she's gonna get these next couple of years because of catching him slipping like that. Yeah, she gifted him that chain with his money. <laughs> Imagine being a national embarrassment, how much you can get out of that. That's a lot of girls' trips that he's paying for. That's true. Um, yeah, no, I'm kind of with you guys, too. I mean, I, I get maybe it's a, little, it's a little excessive, but still at the same time, like... Nigga, close uh, your snap map. Turn it off. It's 2020. <laughs> You're so late. Um, that was, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Um, all right. So you guys want to get into uh, Light Skin of the Week? Yeah. I got all the hoes. I'm up to no good. For real. All right. Uh, my Light Skin of the Week is going to Mike Tyson. Why is that? Uh, Mike Tyson is considering coming out of retirement. Uh, his uh, his trainer said that he actually has a little bit of fight left in him, and he's going to start doing some charity low-stakes fights here soon, too, apparently. Every time we've talked about Mike Tyson on this podcast, I just reiterate, this man is still scary. Like I, mm. Everyone thinks it's sweet with this dude. Like No, it's not. People this forget that probably, he didn't – he never like left his prime – he just was surrounded by so many shitty people that his life fell apart. This man could always beat the shit out of people. You know what I mean? It was just he was on so much cocaine at the end of his career that he couldn't handle the spotlight anymore, and he crumbled. But now that he's got his shit together, I, there's not a heavyweight. Like, I, I, I don't care how old he is. Like, I don't want to be in the ring with that man. Yeah, wait, how yeah, much would... Man, so uh, the money's going to charity. They have to get a fighter for him. How much would you guys have to be proposed to be in that on the other side of that ring again. I have to ask I've, this question every time. <laughs> I've said this so many times. My life is not worth that because my life would be over. I I'm, I don't even want to sound cocky. I just kind of want to get the shit beaten out of me, so I would I would do it. <laughs> How much? I would do it for, I don't know. I would say, like, you give me 500 grand, I would do it. 500 grand to get knocked the fuck out. I mean, he would he'd hit me with a kidney shot, and I'd collapse and wouldn't wake up until next week, but that's... That's worth it to me. I'm at seventy. I'm at seven thousand five hundred, and I'll, I would, <laughs> I would get in the ring with him. I like that because that's not a cocky statement. You just don't. You just really need some money right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, I just. I'm. Start, I'm trying to figure out what fiscally I need, and I think seven thousand five hundred <laughs> is like, if I got that uh, that much money, I'd be pretty good. You know what I mean? I'd be. I'd be pretty good. All right. Yeah, I, I I said this before. Like, there's nothing scarier than a man that just wants to that cries over not being able to kill someone. Like, yeah. Um. All right. What uh, you guys got one? Yeah. Um. Mine is um. Mine is uh the Black Mirror creator. What was that? Um. He uh he recently came out and uh said that uh that they were gonna they had plans on releasing I guess season I think six. Mm-hmm. Um around this time, but he says it's really too dark of a time right now to release a Black Mirror season, so they're they're not going to work on it right now. That's the energy I need from him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is anybody calling bullshit? What do, what, elaborate. What do you mean? Because I la- am not calling bullshit. Their, la- their last season was not good, and I'm, I'm going to come clean and say it. Their last season was not that good. 
But you don't trust him to bounce back and make it? Because I agree, it wasn't great. You don't trust him to bounce back and make better ones? Black Mirror's an easy... Black Mirror's an easy show to bounce back with. They only make, like, four episodes. Yeah. And, like, honestly, if they just go back to the old rubric of, like, having, like... They don't need Hannah Montana in an episode. They exactly. Just, he's like they sold out a little bit. Yeah, if they just go back to the old rubric, they'd probably be fine. Okay, but and, C- Cooter Snatch was not good. And then... <laughs> the... <laughs> The other, the other season that that was just not good either. I didn't like, I didn't like half the episode. Like the one. yo Bander. All right, I'll give you Bander Snatch was stupid, but I'm the like I'm the reason it was stupid. Like I, that shit was supposed to be an hour long, and you choose your own path, and then blah blah blah. But uh, I never lasted more than eight minutes in that shit. I'd always end up jumping off a building, and I, I don't know what that says about me, but. But that's the but yeah, if we go I, back to the Hannah Montana episode, then yeah, that was fucking stupid. That was a stupid Hannah one. Montana was stupid. The one with Anthony Mackie it, again. That was I'm, the most uncomfortable I've been in a long. Yeah, time. I'm not homophobic. <laughs> I'm really not homophobic, but it's like they're trying to make me homophobic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, 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 I don't know if you guys needed like questions answered, but that answered it for me. I was like, you know what? I know what I am now. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, oh Jesus! The but, the, um, the one with the guy from Snowfall might be like the best episode that they had, in my opinion, that season. I mean, that was the most Black Mirror episode, though. Yeah, yeah. And then that the was season, like the only standout. The season before that was kind of trash too. How many how many shows do you go back to with the one with Archangel and the one with the robot dogs? How many how many how many of those shows do you go back to? Um, was it, what was the other, there was like one episode that was, was actually Yeah, there was like two episodes in that season that I liked, but you're right. The one with the oh. dogs, that was, the black and white one, that was bad. Black Museum? I didn't like that one at all. The Black Museum, okay. I thought was more a commentary on the fact that he was saying, like, I'm fucking torturing myself writing this show, but. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I liked about it. I liked it, and also I liked the references back to older episodes, but, um, like the, the Star Trek one was just, I hated that one a little bit. Yeah, that um, one was weird. As soon as he pulled down his pants and it was like an action figure, I was like, "This is this show's getting a little off the rails." Yeah, I just like most of the time, like the show just has like a deeper meaning. Like these people are doing something wrong. It's just a a dude playing a video game. Yeah. Well, they I don't know. They left BBC, and I think that's just where I feel like they fell off for me. Exactly. They left, well, they that's lost what some they sort got the direction. They got the corporate pressure on them to make more like universally acceptable episodes and not that dark shit. I'm trying to. Well, that's yeah. why. See, that's why I like this comment because I want that dark shit. I want the, like, Black Mirror was the only show I ever loved but wasn't able to binge. Like, I couldn't binge it because after one episode, I would just be holding my gut like, oh. Mm -hmm. And I want that energy back. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, and also, like, right now, we're literally living in a Black Mirror episode. Like, this is... (laughs) This this is as Black Mirror as I will probably get. They already made a Murder Hornets episode. Like, (laughs) that already happened in Black Mirror. Yeah, and apparently... Yeah, and they won. Not only that, apparently The Onion had an article a few years ago that's exactly like this. So, <laughs> that, that's that's saying something. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I guess uh, my, my, what is it, my alternate light skin of the week is the Bradford Smith. Is that his last name? <laughs> yeah. 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 Nigga scored 37 on Jordan, then he went out and scored 36 on him and a half just because he just so upset because he said, hey, Mike, which happened, happened to be like not even what he said. That guy probably paid on like eight teams in five seasons, and the highlight of his entire career was scoring thirty-seven. Then Mike just came out and said, "Like you know what? No, just forget all about your hopes and dreams." All right. Well, my light skin of the week is Todd Phillips. I know I'm super late on this, but this was the director of the Joker. The only reason I'm saying this is because at work I listened to a podcast where like they interviewed him. And um, I learned a lot about him. I learned that, like, The Joker was the first, like, not comedy film. Like, just like Black Mirror, this was the first, like, not comedy film that he, like, was involved in. Like, he directed The Hangover in Old School and Starsky and Hutch. But he was just like, yeah, I want to make something serious. And I, the reason he's my light skin of the week is because he just had a big fuck you to Hollywood. Where he was like, they, they asked him, like, so, like, um, 
why did you choose the Joker? Like, are you interested in the Batman series and all that? Like, all the comic books? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't give a fuck about superheroes. Superheroes are stupid as shit. I just wanted a movie with a decent budget, so I made it about a superhero. <laughs> like, that's what he said. He was like, I just wanted to make a decent movie, and the only way you can get any money for a movie is to make a superhero movie. So I just chose the Joker because I figured, fuck it, I'll do something with that. And uh, they bought it, so then I just made my own movie and said, fuck Batman. <laughs> and I just like that energy. I like that energy a lot. What I think is funny about that, there's a lot of times like where people go like, oh, why isn't, uh, why isn't Iron Man, why isn't Black Panther, why isn't Avengers like, nominated for Academy Awards and stuff like that? It's because deep down they're not good movies. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like yeah. they're, they're, we're not they're ready to have movies. that conversation. Yeah. yeah, they're they're action movies, and then the Joker came out, and the Joker is actually like a is a quality film with like acting and like and a script. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's <laughs> actual <laughs> real conflict. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's don't get me wrong. All the all the superhero movies do follow the the, the you know the rising action climax and falling yeah. action. All the story. They train. follow the plot line, yes. But at the end of the day, that when you get to the the meat and bones of like some of these 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 movies, they're supposed to be more about like you know there's there's deep character development. There's there's an underlying theme where this the 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 Joker addressed a lot of mental health aspects and. It yeah. really broke down a lot of like schizophrenia and bipolarness and and a bunch of stuff like that. So I mean it was like a lot of deeper meaning stuff behind it that Iron Man just didn't get to address. <laughs> um, but don't get me wrong, I love those movies, but there's just a time and a place too. Yeah, I mean Iron Man had PTSD, but with that being said, um Robert Downey Jr. doesn't follow a script for one. And then two, um if you even think about like just most movies that get nominated, like uh, Get Out, I think had a budget of maybe like seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like they're over yeah. here like finding Airbnbs to rent out to like do the filming. Like they most of the time, like the directors and writers and stuff that actually make movies, they don't have high budgets. They just like get like a house to try to like finesse in. That's pretty much it. So I feel him on that. Yeah, he just wanted a big budget and then he wanted to make a real movie, and. uh yeah, so he was like, yeah, I mean, Hollywood fucking bought it. They was like, I'll, I got a Joker origin story for you. And they're like, yeah, no, we can do that. And he was like, ha, ha, ha. All right, don't look at it until the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not allowed to see it until it's it's already made. Like, quick question, is Batman going to be in it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's stupid. Was, Why would like, I? He was, who's, who's that? He's probably like, yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> Batman <laughs> or, or are we saying Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he was funny. saying everything they wrote about Batman in that movie, they just kind of threw in because they're like, ah, yeah, I guess it's the Joker. We can <laughs> we can put I, in some of that. And it was funny. I bet they went to him about a sequel and he told him to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because that's what like the Avengers were so good that people forgot what real movies are like because the enter- like all the Avengers shit, all the superhero shit, they entertain the shit out of me. I'm a huge fan of them just like everybody else. But like. It's not real movie. Like, it's not movies in the sense where, like, I was, like, the, like it wasn't thought-provoking. It just entertained me for a couple hours. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Um, all right. You guys got anything else for this Light Skin of the Week? You guys done? No. Just shout, shout out LeBrafford. All right. Um, and then uh, our last segment here, we're going to just give you guys a little bit of a tidbit for the rest of the week uh, from from ourselves. Uh, are we sharing this 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 last sentiment? Are we all going to share this, or do you guys have? Anything? Yeah, we're going to share it. All right, Joe, you have anything? Yeah, let's let's you you go first. Um, we like tank tops. We like Instagram likes. And we smashing your check. We are light skin, and we, we can, can help you. you. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hashtag Rev on I'm a finger your girl. I I just want to share this as just a. Just a, a little bit of free game for everybody. It's just, it's just no one want to text someone back. Um, it's there's there's not a defined time to, but in general, I can agree with my light skinned brethren on here that if you are interested or attempting to court somebody, that you at least take between uh, one to twelve hours to text someone back. Is that not correct? <laughs> uh, it yeah. depends when you're beginning out because I I think what the key is. You you you're fast at first, but once you know that they're into you, you stop. 
See, I, completely. I uh, have a different strategy. Yeah, which I, is like, I was about nope, to say I could, I, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've, 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 I'm sure I've lost plenty of plenty of lovely women that would have been really fulfilling in my life uh, because I didn't text back right away. But I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> just if you I, if you expect to text back within five minutes and you're upset otherwise, then I don't know what to tell you because that's that's what you're like. I, I've said this all the time. Like missed calls and text messages. I like people I really, really love. I have left on red for several days, and it's almost never on purpose. But it it just be like that sometimes. Well, nothing gives me more joy than to see someone call. And I just get to look at it, go to voicemail. <laughs> I would say, I would I form some of my fondest relationships because I didn't reply right away, Evan. That's that I think that I've gotten further with people because I I chose to wait. Two business days to reply, <laughs> and you know what I that can, is. I, you, you what, what I can agree is? with you on that is it makes it more memorable. Yeah, it makes it it makes it more memorable. It's like I mean, um, like you you know like when um like like how the baby the baby drops a project all the time. It's starting to you know get a little redundant, but. At the same time, like you get like a Frank Ocean or Kendrick Lamar, they only drop every so often. You remember that. <laughs> it's it's kind of in the same vein. And for me, it's like like I'm formulating something. I'm like thinking of like a response. I'm like I'm, exactly. I'm not you know exactly. like when it comes to me, it comes to me, and then I'll reply. That's just my my train of thought. That's one hundred percent my sentiment for that completely. I don't reply because I read it. I reply when I have a response. Mm-hmm. And also, that's my game of the week. Have your read receipts on. Mm-hmm. I want I want you to know I read it, and I'll reply when I when I when I have the correct thought to fulfill a response. You know what I mean? Or when I read, I gotta read it. I gotta let it sit there. And I know you, some of you are thinking like, "Well, all I said was what's up." You know what? I, I need to think about what I have to say to that. Because you know what? It gets sickening when it's just nothing all the time. Nothing. What are you doing? It's just yeah. Exactly. Yeah, maybe I'm going to reply to you cooking. two days later, but it's going to be a paragraph saying, like, I don't know, I've had a tough week. I've really been thinking about this and that, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, there's a real conversation going. Mm-hmm. Did it take a little while to get the ball rolling? Sure. But at the end of the day, it's more interesting than you just going back and forth replying every two minutes. I can't stand that shit. And don't reply to me right away, too. I think that's rude. Take your yeah. time, please. That that part. That part. Evan? Yeah, I mean, I, all I can say is, like, me personally, I am the one that will just, in the beginning, I seem, I'm i pretty good with it, but then as time will go on, I will open the text message and I will just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. It's not that I forgot to reply, it's just that I just didn't. What about when you're going to hang out with the person, though? How long does it take you guys to reply for that? Like, if you are making plans. Phone I'll call. make the plans, and then once the plans are uh, set, like I won't, I won't talk to that person till the day of. If I say, "Hey, do you want to link tonight?" and they say yes, I call them. Then, then all the plans are made, and then we meet at the specified location at the time that we we agreed upon. I'm not, I'm not going because at that point you do have to go back and forth real fast, and I just I don't care about texting that much. So if it's time to link, I'm gonna shoot you a phone call. I'm admitting now, like I'm a terrible texter, so it doesn't matter. Like you, and if you want to have a conversation with me, you have to try your damnedest. Yeah, and Dang. I think back to Joe's part. Like, uh, don't reply so quick. Like, if you reply to my text message and it took me a couple hours to reply to you, I want at least like give me ten to thirty minutes. You know, is like where you'll get like a decent response. Uh, if you give, if you wait another hour, and oh, if you get me in that in that area of like I like forgot and then I look at my phone and I. Like you know, was expecting a text message and I didn't get it. Then you got me. That's how they get yeah. it. That's how they get yeah. it. But all right, that's all I. That's all I got for this week. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I think. All right. Well, uh, then thanks. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, this is the No Relation Podcast. This is Alex saying goodbye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Stay safe, everybody. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, all that. Yeah, this is Evan. Still trying to get the YouTube going. Um, we're trying different things to do right now, but it's uh, technical difficulties on my end. We'll see what we can do. All right. Well, enjoy the week.